welcome to the Good Fight Sports Podcast, your home for local sports here in the 574. Hello and welcome to the Good Fight Sports Podcast. My name is Kenny Kramer and this is episode 32. And today is October 10th of 2023. And we're going to jump right in. Uh, First off, I want to say sectional pairings for the high school football season were released on Sunday. That would be October 8th, I do believe. Yes. Um, That will be a whole separate show, so listen for that one. Um, It's coming out. It'll be released Thursday? Wednesday. It'll be released Wednesday. Uh, Along with this episode, you're going to get a two-for-one on Wednesday. So look forward to that one. So we're going to jump right in to the recap of week eight the high school football season. Uh, first off, I did something crazy. Uh, so instead of going to a local high school football game, um, the likes of Penn New Prairie or Bremen, uh, South Bend Riley, or LaVille, since they were too far away down in North Judson, uh, decided to go up north. And go to the St. Joseph versus Lakeshore football game. Uh, And that one is nicknamed both um, the Cleveland Avenue rivalry uh, and most prominently the War by the Shore. Uh, It is one of the best local rivalries in Michiana. Um, And both teams are just both teams just hate each other. <laughs> there is no there is no love between these two schools at all. And it is evident in the fans, it is evident in, you know, just how the players play. I mean, there is there is no love lost between these two schools. I there's just none. Uh and and like I said, it one of the best rivalries in Michiana, if not the best. I I I will find. I I can say that uh, with confidence since I've been to at least one of the games in the War by the Shore. Um, however, on paper it looked like Lakeshore was going to win. They had the better record. Uh, they were coming in on a believe I believe a four game win streak, and they had just scored. 50 points in their last game. And St. Joe came in 3-3. Three and three. However, that record is skewed because they played two of the best teams in their conference and in the 
southwest Michigan area in both Portage Central and Portage Northern. Um, both both of those teams have a combined record of 13-1. and one. And St. Joe dropped both of those games. So they were 3-3 three and three coming in. Again, also playing a very tough schedule up until that point. And they could give a rip about Lakeshore in the, <laughs> in the game. Um, let's just say they found themselves up, St. Joe did, up 25 to nothing at halftime. Now you're like, okay, 25 to nothing. Obviously, Lakeshore came out a bit sluggish. They were going to come in the second half. No, the, the first half stats, total yards-wise, uh, St. Joe, 212, Lakeshore, negative 10. Um, yeah, and some of those yards by Lakeshore were penalties as well, but a lot of those were just stupid mistakes, snaps over the quarterback's head, tackles for loss. I mean, Lakeshore could not get out of their own way, nor could they get past the 50 in the first half. Lakeshore did not get past the 50 in either direction in the first half. And St. Joe could do no wrong. I mean, they were moving the ball at will against the Lancers of Lakeshore. And the second half was no different. Um, St. Joe came right... um, Yeah, St. Joe came out right off the bat um, and got a three and out. Actually, a turnover... Um, I believe it was a fumble, if I remember correctly, and then they went down and scored to make it uh, thirty-two to nothing. And at that point, uh, Lakeshore still couldn't do anything. It was a lot of back and forth. Um, Lakeshore's defense finally stepped up and forced punts, forced three and outs, forced a missed field goal as well. Um, and after one of the three and outs. Decided to leave just because long drive and, well, I didn't want to sit out in the rain um, and watch Lakeshore get absolutely demolished. And it was kind of kind of upsetting driving that far just to watch St. Joe just absolutely kick butt. But, hey, that's how it goes some days. Uh, so St. Joe ended up winning 35 to nothing. Uh, they improved to 4-3 and three on the year. Uh, They need two more wins to be eligible for the playoffs up in Michigan. Um, And they now trail uh, the all-time series to the Lancers, 36-34. And the Lancers now fall to 5-2. And and they now face the two toughest tests on their schedule now in Portage Northern. They're 6-1 and and Portage Central at 7-0. Lakeshore just needs one more win in order to make the playoffs. And I don't think they're going to get it because those two schools right there are just too good for any school around here. Well, in Southwest Michigan and any school around here, honestly. Um, I I think Lakeshore is going to fall. I don't know if they make the playoffs. You never know. You still got to play the games. But I I just don't see any way that North – that yeah. Lakeshore can beat either one of those two schools. Now coming back down here to Indiana, uh, northern Indiana, the spotlight game of the week for that uh, week eight was number nine and six A Penn at six and one, 
at number seven and three and New Prairie at six and one. Penn went in this game winless at Amzie Miller Field against both the Cougars of New Prairie and New Carlisle. Uh, so Penn had never won over there in New Carlisle. However, that was snapped as the Kingsmen walked out of the uh, walked out with a win and at least the share of the NIC Big Division title after a 22 to nothing shutout of the Cougars. Um, this game was never close, um, even though it was close on the scoreboard. Um, Penn racked up 293 total yards of offense to just three for New Prairie. Um, Penn also had 14 first downs to just two for New Prairie. And yes, New Prairie just managed three total yards of offense for the whole entire game. Three. Three. If that doesn't tell you how good Penn's defense is, I, I don't know what else does. Um, obviously, Penn's offense was, was pretty good. Uh, they got 14 first downs, but the defense holding New Prairie to three total yards and two first downs for the whole game, that's incredible. Um, just absolutely demolished New Prairie. And, and Penn can now win the NIC Big Division outright with the win this upcoming Friday against South Bend Adams. And the Cougars, they look to bounce back with a meeting against Elkhart. Elkhart, even though they are th- three and four, at this point they were three and four, they are still no pushover. They have played one of the toughest schedules up here in northern Indiana with out-of-state teams and, and, and teams that just are really good. They've struggled, yes, but they're re- I think Elkhart is a better 3-4 and four team than people think. Um, and that was 3-4 and four at, this, at this particular time. Uh, I, I think they're one of the better 3-4 and four teams. If, and don't be surprised if they try and make some noise um, in the playoffs. In, in sectional, I, I just, you never know about Elkhart. Elkhart is one of those dark horses around here that can really muck things up. And I, I just, with the schedule they've played, I, I think they're, they're, they've been tested. And I mean, they've been, they've been smacked around a little bit. And I think they're getting tired of losing. Don't be surprised if Elkhart comes out in this game and shows heart and more heart than New Prairie might think. And I think New Prairie is going to be taking Elkhart a little bit lightly. This could be a trap game for New Prairie, thinking they're going to bounce back with an easy win against Elkhart, and Elkhart's going to have something to say about that. Uh, next game was number four, two A Laville six and one at number fourteen and one A North Judson four and three. Uh, this is the this was the Lancers' final test of the season, and in the regular season that is, and they made the trek down to North Judson to take on the Blue Jays. Lancers have have kind of struggled down in North Judson a little bit. 
Um, and they found themselves down by four at the half at 13 to nine. But LaVille kept you know, crawling their way back into the lead. Uh, they did lead at one point nine nothing. That was in the first quarter. They had a safety uh, to start the game. Uh, and then three, four plays later, they went down and scored to make it nine to nothing. Crazy way to get nine points. Um, but hey, points are points. Um, and then going into the fourth, they led 23-20. to 20, And then the Lancer defense, yet again for the second game in a row, came up when they needed to. And they had a pick um, inside the red zone with 7.2 seconds left in the game to seal the win um, and beat North Judson again for the second straight year. <laughs> and I, I honestly, I really thought that North Judson was going to get revenge on LaVille. And I say revenge because how how North Judson lost last year. Th this game was almost polar opposite of, of last year's game. Last year's game, North Judson led for most of the game. And then you saw you saw LaVille have to fight back. Missed a field goal to win. No, North Judson missed a field goal to win. And then LaVille stops North Judson uh, in overtime on four plays. And then North, uh, and then LaVille on the first play gives it to uh, Noah Richhart. And most of everybody in the stands, I know North Judson fans are going to say that his forward progress was stopped. Uh, however, he just uh, uh, Noah just kept fighting and uh, scored the touchdown, the game-winning touchdown, to beat North Judson 27-21. So I really thought that the Blue Jays were going to get their revenge uh, against the Lancers. However, they're going to have to wait another year as LaVille beats them for the second straight time and improves to 7-1 and 5-1 and and in the Hoosier North. And the Lancers will face their rivals from Culver, and they're 0-8 this upcoming Friday. And North Judson looks to bounce back yet again in their matchup against Pioneer down in Royal Center. Another game was Concord 4-3 at number 9, 5A, Mishawaka 5-2. Uh, I thought Mishawaka was going to come out and just bury Concord, and they did. Uh, they came out. They led 28-7 to at one point and then had a field goal in the second half to make it 31-7 to and complete the route of the Minutemen. Uh, the Cavemen are now in a three-way tie for first in the Northern Lakes Conference, and the other two teams are tied with are Northridge and Warsaw. Uh, Mishawaka will have, I want to say, an easy test, but you never know. Uh, they will host Wawasee this upcoming Friday, and Northridge will travel down to Warsaw to take on the Tigers in our Spotlight Game of the Week for Week 9. And some other local scores from Week 8. Angola beat Garrett 18-13. Boone Grove handled Lake Station pretty easily, 63-6. Crown Point beat Chesterton 21-7. Hamilton Heights took it to South Bend, Washington 51-6. to 
Hanover Central remains undefeated and won their conference, beating Andrean 33-9. Hobart beat Hammond Morton 65-38. Jimtown beat Adams 44-6. Knox beat Triton 42-7. Lakeland beat Fairfield 33-7. Leo beat Columbia City 51-7. Lewis Cass beat Manchester 38-7. Merrillville beat Lake Central 38-9. Michigan City beat LaPorte 35-0. Mishawaka Marion beat Elkhart 27-14. North White handled North Newton. North White handled North Newton 66-0. Northwood beat Wawasee 38-21. Northridge beat Plymouth 40-14. Pioneer beat Culver 46-8. River Forest beat South Central 29-8. Uh, Rochester beat Southwood 41-0. South Bend Clay gets their second win in a row. They are on a winning streak now as they beat John Glenn's JV 19-6. South Bend Riley wins the NIC Small Division. They beat Bremen 22-8. South Bend St. Joe beat Culver Academy 28-20-6. Tippecanoe Valley beat John Glenn 37-14. Valpo beat Portage 42-6. Warsaw beat Goshen 42-7. West Central beat Frontier 52-12. West Noble beat Cherubusco 48-6. And Winnemac beat Caston 28-22. Then as we do some other local, some other, yeah, not local scores, other scores from around the state. Adams Central beat Bluffton 24-0. Ben Davis beat Lawrence Central 26-23. Bloomington North, North beat Columbus North 38-35. Brownstown Central took it to Silver Creek, 45-14. Carmel gets a three-point win over the rivals of Warren Central, 17-14. Carroll of Flora beat Clinton Prairie, 43-7. Center Grove beat Lawrence North, 43-23. Danville beat Weibo, Western Boone, 21-7. East Noble knocks off previously unbeaten New Haven, 31-21. Eastbrook upsets Madison Grant, 22-8. Eastern Greentown upsets Sheridan, 19-14. Cathedral wallops Indianapolis Roncalli, 42-0. Lutheran stays undefeated, gets their 38th win of the, of in the last two years. Wow. Can't think today. 38th win in two years, beating Speedway 28-9. Monrovia beat Cascade 42-35. North Posey beat Southridge 21-14. South Putnam beat Heritage Christian 36-19. South, Ver South Vermilion beat Seeger 37-22. Vincennes Lincoln upsets Evansville Memorial 6-0. West Lafayette took it to Twin Lakes 26-7. And Westfield beat Fishers 28-14.
Now for the local high school football top 15. These are my rankings. Um, number one, I have Penn. Penn, obviously, they beat uh, New Prairie, and uh, they get to 7-1. and one. Uh, Crown Point, I have number two. Those two teams stay at 1-2. Warsaw, they move up to number three. They were previously fourth. Northridge jumps up to fourth. They were fifth. Valpo moves up to fifth. They were at six. Knox moves up. They were seventh last week. They are now six. LaVille moves up. They were eighth last week in my rankings. They're now seventh. New Prairie falls down to eighth. They were third last week in my rankings. Uh, Northridge, Mishawaka, Tippecanoe Valley, and South Bend Riley all stay the same. Uh, they are Northwood 9, Mishawaka 10, Tippy Valley 11, and Sup and Riley 12. North White moves up to 14. I had them at 13 last week. And then Rochester and West Central both enter the rankings uh, at 14 and 15, respectfully. Both of those were not ranked last week. Uh, so now for the coaches poll uh, for all six classes. Uh, this is week eight. Week nine, actually, the coaches poll. Um, and so last week, um, 6A went 9-1. and one. So Center Grove remains number one. Ben Davis is number two. Brownsburg is three. Crown Point is four. Hamilton Southeastern is five. Indianapolis Cathedral is six. Westfield is seven. Penn moves up to nine. Carroll is ten. Carroll of Fort Wayne is ten, and Carmel comes back into the rankings at ten. And five A, five A was also nine and one last week. Bloomington North is still number one. Fort Wayne Snyder is two. Bloomington South is Bloomington South is three. Valpo is four. Harrison West Lafayette is five. The top five did not move at all. Merrillville jumps to seven, jumps to six, actually. They were seventh. Decatur Central moves up one. They were eighth last week. Now they're seventh. Uh, at number eight is Mishawaka. They were ninth. Floyd Central was tenth last week. Now they're ninth. And Plainfield falls to number ten, and they were six last week. Uh, 4A, they were 7-3. and three. Number one is East Central, the, the overarching number one in 4A. Evansville Wrights is 2. New Palestine is 3. Kokomo is 4. The top four did not move at all. Uh, Greenfield Central moves up 1 from 6 to 5. Northridge moves up 2 from 8 to 6. East Noble enters the rankings for the first time. Uh, they're at 7th. Mississinawa moves up 2 from 10 to 8. Leo jumps into the rankings at 9. And then New Haven falls from 5th to 10th. 3A. 3A was 10-0. and 0. Indianapolis Bishop Chatard is number 1. Garen Catholic is number 2. One and two did not move. 
I was surprised when there was a lot of small movement in 3A. I thought 3A rankings were just going to stay the same, but I was wrong. So Gibson Southern moves up one from four to three. Hanover Central falls from three to four. Uh, Tri-West stays the same at fifth. Heritage Hills does not move. They were six. Tivy Valley moves up one from eight to seven. Hamilton Heights falls from seven to eight. Lawrenceburg moves up from 10th to 9th. And then West Lafayette falls from 9th to 10th. So a lot of small movement in those rankings. 2A, 2A was 8-2. and two. Linton Stockton is number one. Triton Central is number two. Brownstown Central is number three. LaVille is number four. And Fort Wayne Bishop Lures is number five. Your top five did not move at all. Alexandria moves up from 7th to 6th. Eastbrook moves up from 8th to 7th. Bluffton falls from 6th to 8th. Lafayette Central Catholic enters the rankings for the first time at number 9. And Indianapolis Asina does not move, and they were 10th. And then in 1A, 1A was 7-3, and and there was quite a bit of movement in this one. The top six stay the same. Lutheran, the overarching number one. Adam Central, number two. Carroll of Flora, number three. Providence, number four. Park Tudor, number five. And South Putnam, number six. North White moves up from ninth to seventh. Springs Valley enters the rankings for the first time. They're at eight. Sheridan falls from seventh to to ninth, and I don't even get why this even happened. Who voted this team? Who voted Knightstown in? Knightstown is three and five. There is way better teams out there than Knightstown. I do not know why Knightstown is in here at number 10. That is stupid. I don't agree with it, but I'm not the one voting for teams. Again, I don't even know how in the world Knightstown is ranked. They should not be. They don't deserve it. That's all I'm going to say about that. So that is your 1A through 6A coaches poll rankings. These are the rankings that I do go by when determining ranked teams. Uh, so whenever you hear, you know, number four, da-da-da-da-da, I go by the coaches poll uh, there is a media poll out there uh, that some people do go by, but I do go by the coaches poll because I don't know why. I just do. So the conference standings now going into week nine, uh, starting with the Hoosier North Athletic Conference. Knox is number one. They're 6-0 and in the conference, 8-0 and overall. LaVille is 5-1 and in the conference and 7-1 and overall. Triton is four and two in the conference, five and three overall. Pioneer is three and three in the conference, five and three overall. North Judson is three and three in the conference, four and four overall. Winnemac is two and four in the conference, three and five overall. Caston is one and five in the conference, 
one and seven overall, and Culver is zero and six in the conference and zero and eight, and zero and eight overall. NIC Big Division Penn is four and zero in the conference, seven and one overall. New Prairie is three and one in the conference, six and two overall. Mishawaka Marion is two and two in the conference, four and four overall. Elkhart is two and two in the conference, three and four overall. St. Joe is South Bend St. Joe is one and three in the conference, three and four overall. And Adams is 0-4 in the conference and 1-7 overall. NIC South Division. This is the small school uh, small small school division. Wow. Riley. 4-0 in the conference, 7-1 overall. John Glenn is 2-1 in the conference, 4-4 four four overall. Jimtown is 2-1 in the conference, 4-4 four four overall. Bremen is 1-3 in the conference, 3-5 overall. Clay, 1-3 in the conference, 2-6 overall. And Washington, 0-3 in the conference, 2-6 overall. In the Northern Lakes Conference, Northridge, Warsaw, and Mishawaka are all 5-1 and one in the conference. Northridge and Warsaw are both 7-1 and one overall. Mishawaka is 6-2 and two in the conference overall. Northwood is 4-2 and two in the conference, but they're also 6-2 and two overall. Concord is 2-4 and four over, uh, in the conference, 4-4 four and four overall. Plymouth is 1 and 5 in the conference, 2 and 6 overall. Goshen is 1 and 5 in the conference, 1 and 7 overall. And Wawasee is also 1 and 5 in the conference and 1 and 7 overall. Now, I'm going to make this brief. Uh, Notre Dame got smoked against Louisville. I didn't see this one coming. Uh, they dropped the game against Louisville 33 to 20. Game was never close. Irish were terrible on both sides. Even when the score was tied 7-7 in the half, it didn't feel like a 7-7 game. Uh, good news was I didn't watch the game. I just saw the stats, and the stats weren't even close. Um, so time to turn the page. We now move on to our Super Bowl, and this is the only game that really matters on the schedule. Um, we play... Yet again, under the lights at Notre Dame Stadium when we play Southern Cal. Ugh. So some stats against Louisville really quick. Notre Dame had 298 total yards, 254 passing yards, an abysmal 44 rushing yards, 17 first downs, 35 tackles, 5 turnovers when we haven't turned the ball over all season. And 28 minutes and 43 seconds worth of time of possession. Louisville had 330 total yards, 145 passing yards, 185 rushing yards, 17 first downs, 34 tackles, one turnover, and 31 minutes and 17 seconds worth of time of possession. Some other college football games. Number one, Georgia beat number 20, Kentucky, 51-13. to Number two, Michigan beat Minnesota 52-10. to Oklahoma beat 
Texas 34 to 30. Ohio State beat Maryland 37 to 17. Florida State beat Virginia Tech 39-17. USC survived Arizona 43 to 41 in triple overtime. Alabama beat A&M, Texas A&M 26 to 20. UCLA beat Washington State 25-17. North Carolina took it to Syracuse 40-7. Oregon State beat Cal 52-40. Ole Miss beat Arkansas 27-20. Georgia Tech won on a last-second touchdown after Miami did not take a knee and decided to run the ball. And then the uh, one of the Georgia Tech players stripped the running back from Miami of the ball Got the recovery, and then next play, Georgia Tech scores to win the game 23-20. to So, haha, Miami, take that. LSU beat Missouri 49-39, to and then Wyoming beat Fresno State 24-19. to So here's my college football top 25. Uh, these rankings do not matter uh, in real life, but these are just where I see teams in the top 25 i'm also going to do a college football playoff poll uh, both uh, the top four and then first first two out until we get to that point we're going to do the top 25 Uh, so i have georgia at number one michigan at number two Uh, i've moved ohio state and florida state Um, ohio state is now number three florida state's now number four Oklahoma jumps up to five for me. Penn State, Washington. Penn State moves up one from seven to six. Washington's now number seven. Oregon is number eight. Texas falls to nine. I have Alabama 10. Uh, I moved uh, USC down to 11. They've looked terrible the last few weeks. Uh, I have North Carolina at 12, Louisville at 13, Uh, Utah at 14, Oregon State at 15, Ole Miss at 16, Duke at 17, Washington State at 18, UCLA at 19, LSU at 20, Tennessee at 21, and I dropped Notre Dame all the way down to 22. They've looked terrible the last couple of weeks. Kansas at 23, Wyoming at 24, and Kentucky at 25. And then the AP poll, the poll that actually, one of the polls that actually matter until uh, the college football playoff rankings. Georgia's one, Michigan's two, Ohio State's three, Florida State's four, Oklahoma's five, Penn State six, Washington seven, Oregon eight, Texas nine, USC 10, Alabama 11, North Carolina 12, Ole Miss 13, Louisville 14, Oregon State 15, Utah 16, Duke 17, UCLA 18, Washington State, 19, Tennessee, 20, Notre Dame, 21, LSU, 22, Kansas, 23, Kentucky, 24, and Miami at 25.
So that's going to do it for this episode. Tune in to our next episode where we dive into the sectional rankings that came out on Sunday, October 8th. And until then, so long, everybody. Hey, guys. It's Kenny, host of The Good Fight. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you want to hear more, you can check out our website at thelugnutspodcastgroup.com for all information related to the podcast and where to listen to us. You can also follow the Patreon page for exclusive benefits for the show. Join us next time for The Good Fight.